Welcome to House Call with Dr. Mac, where you get a real doc with straight talk for the whole you. We're finishing up our conversation with my better half, my husband, Wendell McMillan II. If you didn't listen to the first half of the conversation, I'll just reiterate, he is a clinical laboratory scientist who works with Quest Diagnostics and is the core lab supervisor at Providence Hospital here in the D.C. area. He's the perfect melancholic to my shiny red sanguine. And it's because of his willingness to be open that we were able to take this journey together and find some solutions to start building a platform where I could be more optimal. And in turn, he will tell you he feels that he's become a better person as well. Before we get started, I want to give out some resources. So I want you to get out your pen and paper because I won't be giving them at the end of the show. I want you to be able to contact me if you have any questions, concerns, comments. Um, if you have any input, you can reach me at realdoc74 at gmail.com. That is R-E-A-L-D-O-C-7-4 at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at realdoc74. And I'm on Facebook. And it is the House Call with Dr. Matt community page. We would love to have you come like our page and give us your, your thoughts. Post some thoughts on our wall. Some of the tools that you'll hear me talk about in this next segment, I want to give you and you to be able to go back and find these tools for yourself. There is a book that really helped to um, put things in perspective for me. It was called Driven to Distraction, Recognizing and Coping with Attention Deficit Disorder from Childhood Through Adulthood. This was written by Dr. Edward Hallowell and Dr. John Ratte. That's, uh, Hallowell is spelled H-A-L-L-O-W-E-L-L and Ratte is spelled R-A-T-E-Y. The next book that I'm still in the process of reading, I'm kind of using it more as a workbook, um, reference book, going back and really digging some things out, is by Dr. Daniel Amen. It is Healing ADD, the breakthrough program that allows you to see and heal the six types of ADD. Another resource that I found very, very good was a documentary on PBS Special, and you can find it online. It is called ADD and Mastering It. It was the second part to the documentary, ADD and Loving It. This really, I believe, was one of the first tools that I used that helped release me from the quote-unquote label of normalcy and helped me to start realizing that I'm okay. And it's a great documentary. The next resource that I have available that I use very, I use on a regular, regular basis, it's the Attitude Magazine website, and it's A-D-D-I-T-U-D-E-M-A-G.com. They have a wonderful resource. 
You can get free webinars that you can sign up for. If you just go and sign up and give them your email address, they don't spam you. I love it. They have, um, they will link you to their podcast website um, where you can actually go and hear these webinars again if you can't attend them live. They have resources, tips, their forums that you can join and just get some support. So these are just a few resources and I know that there's so many others out there. We're going to continue this series um, throughout on ADD, ADHD and the brain and brain function. So, you know, send me your questions, send me your comments and we'll make sure that we get to them. So let's sit down let's have the rest of this conversation let's connect these dots let's get some straight talk in your opinion what do you think needs to happen for I would, you know, for lack of a better term, the general public mm. to start looking at brain and its function and its relationship to behavior as they do diabetes and yeah. needing insulin or hypertension and needing blood pressure medication or how hypertension is related to heart problems or stroke. Or, mm-hmm. In your opinion, what needs to, what needs to be the link? A couple of things. Those things you talked about, you can die from them. Yes. So people, you know, yes. even though we do ignore them, yes. you really can't. Yes. You know, yes. that's, and that's clear, mm-hmm. right? I think if we had access to the scans mm. that you talked about, if we can see that, because Natalie, in, in, in your um, talk with her, mm-hmm. she talked about that, how... You can't look at behavior. Yes. You really have to look at the brain function. Yes. And so if people can see that you have two kids who can't keep still, right. blah, 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 and you scan their brains and you see that there's there's something measurable, there's something that, um, that research has shown you exactly yes. what's going on, if people could just see that, mm. will allow themselves to see it. You That's know, true. hey, because we're still in a world where people ignore, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> people That's ignore true. physical signs, muscular signs, neurological signs. signs you mm-hmm. know, um, that would I think make a big difference. You would at least get a good number of people to to be open to looking at it if they would just you know okay. allow themselves to learn more about the the actual physiology. Now, what has have has there been something along this journey? Um, besides this book that maybe I've been able to do or show you um, that has has added to your whole picture mm-hmm. of brain and function and behavior? Well, yeah, the things, um, you know, they've all added, they've all built, mm-hmm. built on it. Um, so, you know, and just every day, the more you... You know, if you're reading something, I'm reading it. Cause you're <laughs> you're going to stop and read a chapter to me. That's um, true. Something you think true. I need to hear. And um, so, yeah, that that that's, uh, that helps, you know. Yeah. Like I say, because you're able to show me now um, facts and figures. Yeah. If you will. 
Um, so that that's what's done it wow. to me. Yeah. I think um, for me to know that this is real, mm-hmm. I've learned some great tools, behavior modifications per se. Right. That um, that have really worked mm-hmm. for me, and I've gotten them through resources that are out there for free. Right. Uh, that we living an amazing time, man. <laughs> if you really want to live a better life, you some... can. <laughs> and and I have one some of the resources I use on a regular basis. I have to thank my my girlfriend Kelly for. She introduced me to the ADD Attitude magazine mm-hmm. online. It's a free online community. Now, you can get the magazine. You can subscribe and um, for, for, for a subscription cost. But they have a lot of free information. They have webinars for free. Mm. There's always some tips on the website. Um, this is how I learned about the watch time. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness gracious. I... Um, I realized through um, going back in our story a little bit, I started seeing a therapist, Mm -hmm. Eric, um, after my father died. Mm -hmm. Because that, again, looking back, was a stressor that started unraveling things at both ends. Mm -hmm. And so through this journey over the last five years, losing daddy, losing granny within 10 months of him and... You know, other family phenomena, just having children and all this other things. And, you know, then losing granddaddy just um, almost actually would be a year in a couple couple right. days. Yeah. Um, I realized with Eric, I don't have a sense of time. And that is can be an innate <laughs> um, behavioral mm-hmm. uh a behavioral problem <laughs> for people with ADD. Yeah. Um, there, there is procrastination among people, but for ADDers, oh my goodness, being on time, mm-hmm. being meeting deadlines, who can really be a problem? Because I don't have this innate sense of time. Yeah, that when when we were talking about that, it, it's hard for me to grasp because it. it you know, I just have a clock in my head. I just always have. Yeah. And so, you know, when, when it was when sometimes it would be difficult for us to, to get out of uh, get out the get house, out the house <laughs> to be to be ready on time, it was really hard for me to understand. Like, come on, man. You yeah, know? what's going on? You no, know, but... you know how long it. You should. This is what I'm saying to myself. Yeah. You should know how long it takes you to shower. You should know how long. So if we have to be at a certain time, we go there all the time. <laughs> You should know it takes 25 minutes on the weekend, no. right? 45 minutes no. during the weekday. Mm-mm. So you have to be ready. By, you, oh, no. This is what I'm saying in my mind. Yeah. And what I'm and, saying in my head is, okay, so say we have to be somewhere, you know, Saturday Saturday night we, we have an event that we can go to, we're mm-hmm. getting to go to. All I know is, okay, we're going to be somewhere by 8 o'clock. That's it. Oh, no. It's an event. I move in events and feelings throughout (laughs) the day. Okay, no problem. 
And I didn't realize that I stopped wearing a watch in residency. Mm-hmm. So I was on the Attitude Magazine website, and this lady starts telling her story about how when she's at work, she's fine. Because for one, it's patterned. Mm. And she has to get through certain things and she's great. But she Mm -hmm. says she gets home and it all goes to hell in a handbasket. She didn't realize because she didn't wear a watch. Mm -hmm. She started wearing a watch that had a timer on it. Uh So she started timing her chores. And if the timer went off before she was done, then she'd set the stopwatch. Mm -hmm. So she could see actually how long it took her. So I was like... That's a great idea. It was. When you started that, that was very, yeah. I that helped asked lot. you for a watch for my birthday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Even it, before that, you started doing it on your phone. I did. I started timing. Then, yeah, once yes, you got it on once your I wrist, got it on my wrist, running, it yeah. was like, wow, okay, this is great. I mm. mean, it doesn't take all day to fold clothes. No. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it takes 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's one tip I got mm-hmm. off the website. Uh, other things I've, I've gotten are, are just suggestions on dietary supplementation. And mm-hmm. um, if you're dealing with children with mm-hmm. ADD, ADHD, you know, what type of sports may be good for them? Mm-hmm. I've had the privilege of really reading um, Michael Phelps' story. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's not even his story. It's his mother's story and how they really worked with him and swimming Mm -hmm. and how he did not like to get his face wet Mm -hmm. at first no michael phelps did not like to get his face wet why it was something about the water and splashing on his face so what they did they realized he liked to swim on his back and that was the first stroke he mastered was the backstroke Uh. and then when he got comfortable enough he flipped over and started doing you know the the crawl stroke or the breath stroke whatever i can't remember specifically but the the rhythm of the water mm-hmm. focused him. I'm glad they didn't just quit. Yes. And just say, and, oh, well, you know. You know? Yeah. And she talks about his classroom behavior and teachers calling and what mm-hmm. are we going to do? And she was like, no, yeah, what are we going to do? What is going to be the solution? You know, I was also reading about um, the, the home makeover guy, Ty, mm. Ty Pennington. Is that, yeah. His mother talked about his story, and he was born in the 1970s, and at the time they called it um, a brain dysfunction, or it it was something horrible, and she said she never told him, she never said anything to him, but they, you know, just tried to work with him and decide what to do in school, and she says, now that I see him and what he does, she's like, it's perfect for him. Right. It's so perfect. And and what I, I'm starting to see is this releasing ourselves from the label of normalcy. Mm. From trying to fit into a box. Mm-hmm. I remember talking to my cousin and she was like, there's no box. Throw it away. Stop trying to say think outside the box. There is no box. And I'm like, you know what? That's so doggone true. Mm. We live in an amazing time that lets us 
uh, that allows us to even think in these terms. Yes. You know, because when we were coming out of high school, at least as far as I can, maybe you have some recollection of it. You have people who are entrepreneurs, you mm-hmm. know, so they did different things. Yeah. Right? But for the most part, by the time you got out of high school, you were supposed to have made up your mind as to what you want to do for the next 40 to 50 years. Right? <laughs> that is true. And you spend the next two or four years or eight or 12 preparing for that. That's right? true. And That's then true. you do that for the rest of your life. That's true. That's and it true. normally entails you driving somewhere, sitting somewhere, doing something, speaking to people, you know, mm-hmm, whatever it mm-hmm. is, and then driving home. Mm-hmm. And I don't know when this happened, but we, but we sure are in the age now where you could buy a three, $400 laptop. And in two to three years, have a multi-million dollar business. Absolutely. Absolutely. From free tools. Absolutely. You know? So it's a great time we live in. It really you know? is. Because it there's really a lot is. of people now who before, you know, they they would have been struggling. Yes. You know? Yes. But now they're able to, to really thrive in this world we live in, you know? Yes. So that, that's great. Yeah, and then you also have, you remember, like, um, what y'all, like, I'm referencing again, that last podcast y'all had, where, um, if Bill Gates can be one of the richest people in the world, and he's a... Aspergian. A, Aspergian. Um, then, you know, it, it, anything. Yeah. yeah. Anything is possible now. Oh, I'm, I'm thinking now about a situation where you had a bad experience with a car rental company Uh and you tweeted about it yeah and they responded yeah i'm no big you know i'm not oprah with however many followers she has they have no need to pay attention but some human being yes responded from both rental car companies that's true because you praised the one Uh that took care of us exactly and you told how the other one really did not have any customer service that's right and they both responded so though two different people that's at at least that's at least two people who knows how many how many people Right. right but that's at least two people who let's say they even have software that mines the web that's just looking for right mentions right Two human beings responded, responded to, to me. So there's at least, you know. And that yeah. job was not invented, Mm-mm. was not even thought of, maybe even 10 years ago. And, you know, I'm, I'm happy for them that they had, e- either way, right, mm-hmm. that they allowed themselves to be open to doing that. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's, there's a, and I, I don't. It may go into this generation. I don't know, but there's definitely people in our generation. Yes. Who had, um, um, who aspired to do some, some different things, but their parents, their, their circle, their circle may have said, no, you need to do, you know, if you're not a doctor, lawyer, preacher, (laughs) something along those lines. Yes, yes, yes. You're, you're nothing. Right. Right. And right. if you're not aspiring, you right. know. Right. So, um, and literally I've heard people say that about mm. their kids, you know, either you do one of these things yeah. or, or you, or you can do whatever you want to do as long as it's one of these five <laughs> things. <laughs> right? no, that is, I have heard that statement, and not personally, but I've heard yeah, people say that. Um, I have heard people say and that. And so like, I look at my, my parents, 
they they've definitely never said that. Yes. But it's just you just know. Yeah. You know what I mean? If I came out of school talking about yeah, you know, I wanna um I want to respond to, I want to be a marketing, whatever. I want to respond to tweets, you know what I mean? Yeah. That type thing. But they would have not said, but it would have been like, hmm, okay, yeah, that sure. ain't no real, you know? Yeah. Um, so anyway, we, we, that, wow. that, that, we're an amazing time. We are, we are. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, um, I want, I want people to realize that, even if you go down a path mm-hmm. that um, you enjoy, that mm-hmm. you are thoroughly um, equipped to do, and there are some things that keep, there are certain walls that keep coming up. Right. And you realize that you have what I believe Natalie so poignantly said it, a diffability. Mm, D-I-F-F Yes Okay You're different You just have a diffability mm-hmm. That you can enter stage right mm. On the world stage so to speak mm-hmm. You don't have to try and conform to normalcy mm. Because you're wired differently right. And it's okay I believe that's my biggest lesson that I've learned is that, yeah, I'm wired differently and it's okay. Mm. You know, now I understand why I could never, it was, it was never congruent to me why I loved science and medicine so much and was so good at the clinical stuff, but struggled so much when it came to sitting down and concentrating on a pen and paper. I'm just, I, I cannot believe that that's the only way we have to assess people. Of course, we, you know, yeah. now you put it, they may have the three-part assessment, right? That's Where true. you're practical, whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But if the test-taking skills is that big of an issue for some people, really, we couldn't find... At that time, no. no Well, the one thing that I have to say is that I had wonderful professors. I I have two in mind that I'm thinking that really, really supported me. Mm -hmm. I remember at a certain time saying, something's wrong, Mm -hmm. and I really need to figure it out. Mm -hmm. Uh, I remember going to some testing I don't even remember what it was, but the gentleman sent back recommendations and was like, there's nothing wrong with her. This is where now? This is at Loma Linda in medical school. Okay. And I remember him saying, there's nothing wrong with her. She just doesn't have the intellectual capacity mm-hmm. to be a physician and she needs to choose a different career path. How many other people have that same type thing said to them? Yeah. Whereas just a little bit of modification in whatever, a and little bit of tweak. Exactly. And they could have gone, and, and what they do, right? Because mm-hmm. we're talking about mm-hmm. you being a physician. Yes. With great yeah. physician. Great surgeon. Yes, right? yes, yes. Because what that's what you do. Right, And right. you were good at, at it. it. Exactly. How many people, because they were told the same type thing, you know, um, you can think about. I'm sure you. Yeah, there was some kid 
that you can think of somewhere yeah. in elementary school, mm-hmm, high school, whatever, mm-hmm. may have been left back. Yeah. Repeat, had to repeat a grade or yes. whatever, you know. Um, and if there was just someone um, to say, let me just help you tweak this. You can get the information, but you just need to get it a little bit differently. That's it. That's it. Mm. That's it. And that's what I'm saying. I was like, I don't get this. I, don't, I mean, you just start beating yourself up. Mm-hmm. You start just, it, you really do. You start beating yourself up and you start wondering, okay, maybe I shouldn't be here. Oh, yeah. I but then myself. you go on your, your clinicals and from nurses to colleagues to mm-hmm. patients, they're just like, oh, my gosh, you're such a good physician. You In the OR, the surgeons will be like, wow, you got great hands. You got really mm-hmm. good hands. Now I understand why. Because it takes muscle memory and a different wiring of the brain mm-hmm. pathways to do that. Mm-hmm. So laparoscopic surgery, which I became very good at and became mm-hmm. a love of mine, kind of came after, you know, Dr. George really polished what? off them edges. <laughs> <laughs> it yeah. came very natural. And now I'm seeing the edges he was polishing off was my attention. Mm. You know, because... I would be in a in a case and he would say, you know, he would want me to think three and four steps ahead. Mm-hmm. And I'm just trying to get through this one step and he's trying to take my attention somewhere else. Right. And I'm just like, what do you want from me? Mm-hmm. I don't know. And he just kept telling me all the time, you got good hands. Mm-hmm. You've got great hands. And now... After it becomes rote, because it does, it becomes you do the same thing in surgery. You make sure you, and that was his thing. You set up every, you set up the same way every time. Mm-hmm. You do this every time. These are some specific things that you do. It became second nature, right. and so you you wonder. You're like, am I crazy? Because I really love this, and this is, and I'm good. And you, you're hesitant to say, I'm good at this because the tests are saying, no, you're not. Whoa. So you don't toot your own horn, right. so to speak. You know, you kind of, you, you're always kind of back in the shadows. Mm. Because you don't want to say, well, yeah, I can do that. Because your your numbers, your papers always precede you. Exactly. For the rest of your life. Exactly. Exactly. You know, that always, you know, I'm reviewing, um, I'm hiring now, right? Mm. And so I'm getting resumes. And so those who do well, their GPA is boom. Right. Right there on top. And those like me, you know, (laughs) hey, here's what I've done. Done. (laughs) (laughs) Here's who I am. Here's what I've done. Get to know me. Whereas the other people want to be like, hey, look at my numbers. Right. You know, and yeah. That, yeah. that, that is, that's, that's one other thing I want, I had to work through with Eric is that the disparity between those two mm-hmm. and that it's because of your brain, mm. you know, it, it's, it's just because of the way your brain is, is functioning, mm-hmm. you know, but, but working with him was really, really a great life decision. Mm-hmm. For us. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I believe it saved our marriage, and I believe it saved us. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe it saved me, rather. Hmm. Um, but 
I could go on. I could I could go on and on and on <laughs> with you. I really I really love talking with you. Um, but I do. You should ha- help me box sometime. I, I most certainly will. <laughs> I most certainly will. But I do have a few um, last questions. Uh-huh. I, I have a series of statements. Okay. I want you to complete. Okay. So, as a spouse of someone with ADD, ADHD, I have learned. Hmm. Well, um, I have learned to uh, my my uh, my baggage, if you will, what I what I thought. Mm. Truly, I have to allow myself to have an open mind. Okay. Yeah. That's number one. Yeah, I really had to allow myself to, you know, it's not about me, what I think. You know, and fortunately mm-hmm. for me, I'm a scientist, so I let the evidence, <laughs> I let the experiments take me where they, you okay. know, where it goes. So I think I'm fortunate in that aspect. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I just had to have an open mind. Wow. I think as the, the spouse with ADD, I have learned that I need to incorporate tools to be optimal so that our marriage and our family can function mm. Mm. optimally. I can't just say, oh, well, that's my ADD. Yeah. And just keep moving along I have to incorporate some tools that will help me to be better so that thank you (laughs) (laughs) so that we can be you know optimal Mm -hmm. Uh, as as a father I am learning boy um patience Patience, patience. Mm. Um, and again, you know, there, there are certain, there are certain, um, there are certain things they're not gonna be able to do. But it's not all about what I, my plans, mm. right? Yeah. Um, for them, um, as they grow, they're they're yeah. gonna need to grow their own way. Yes. And I, I really can't stifle that. That's you know true. their creativity, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. You know, um, like I said, within reason. Yes, because <laughs> there are get, some basics. Don't get crazy with right, it, you know. Right. But um, <laughs> I'm not even gonna say it because you know this. Twenty years from That's now, true. hey, you said that podcast exactly. that I can uh, no. exactly. <laughs> no, but I'll be open, more open-minded again. Okay. Yeah. I think as a mother, I am learning to stand on the shoulders of our community, our family community. Mm-hmm. You know, we're both very blessed to have great relationships with our parents. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, for us to be able to, you know, talk to our parents and kind of bounce things off of them. Yeah. I mean, we still feel we're grown, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, but um, I'm learn I'm learning to to stand on their shoulders and listen. I'm also learning as a mother to let myself off the hook. Hmm. That it doesn't always have to be perfect. 
and you know <laughs> we'll all be okay yeah <laughs> um yeah i think i think that's that's what i'm learning hmm. i really yeah. enjoyed talking to you yeah me too thank you <laughs> and so what i want the community to to seriously take time and take a pause I want you to think if you see some signs in yourself or in someone you love or care about or have any interaction with that may have some type of brain disability, dysfunction, whatever terminology you're comfortable with. And it doesn't just have to be ADD, ADHD. And we're recording this about almost a week after Robin Williams passed away. And it brings to the forefront how our brain really does need some support when it's not functioning correctly. So if you see someone that struggles with depression, anxiety, um, bipolar disorder, schizophrenia, um, PTSD, any of those, if you know them by name, those dysfunctions by name, or maybe you're not quite sure what they may be suffering from, um, please reach out a supporting hand and look in your local community for programs that may be associated with certain um, organizations that may have some free um, free services and then also look with your insurance companies a lot of times you have mental health benefits where you can go for so many sessions and they'll take care of either 50% or 80% or even up to 90%. Some have unlimited sessions. So it may not be in the forefront, but call your customer service department of your insurance company and find out. Sometimes you may even need to call 911 for a friend or yourself because that will be the best way for you to get services if you are feeling to the point where you want to hurt yourself or somebody else. So I hope that we were able to connect some dots for you to start multiple conversations. I really, really hope that we had some straight talk today.